0: 2 Corinthians 5, 17-21, we link it up with Isaiah fifty three twelve. 12. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God. All things are of God. All things are of God. Now, if all things are of God, we might just sit and say, Wow, oh, there's nothing I can do. No, whatever I do, all things are of him. Amen? No, no, no. God has actually engaged us and committed a lot of things into our hands, even though all things are of him. Hmm? He wants us to be involved in the affairs of this life, in the affairs of nations, in the affairs of things, in the affairs of your community, in the affairs of your family. He wants you as a Christian to be involved. He wants to involve you in getting things done. So, if you say all things are of him, the Lord is saying to you, get involved. Operate with me or cooperate with me. Let's work together. And this is what the Lord is saying here. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, God was in Christ when Christ was in the world. God was in Christ, reconciled the world to himself and has committed to us the word of reconciliation twice. The scripture is saying God has given us the ministry of reconciliation and again he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now in verse 20 it says, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Where is Christ now? Christ is where? In heaven, Amen? When he was on earth, God was in him, working out reconciliation. God was using him to intercede for the sinners. God was moving on his heart to pray for the sinners, for reconciliation when he was on earth. Now Christ is in heaven. We are his ambassadors here on earth. You know what an ambassador is? Amen. An ambassador is a representative of another country, of another another kingdom, in another place. Amen. So we are his ambassadors now that he is in heaven. We represent him as though God were pleading through us. Same thing that God was doing through Christ when he was on earth. God is now doing through us. God is now pleading through us. God is now in us, pleading through us, interceding through us, praying through us. Meaning we are praying, but God is moving in us to pray, to intercede for the sinners. Christ is now in heaven. He is praying for us or he is interceding for the sins. But he has recruited you and I on earth to pray for the sinners. Why? He prays for us. Because when he was on earth, he prayed for the sinners. Now he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. He has committed to us the ministry of reconciliation, which is not without the ministry of intercession. Amen. And verse 21 is very powerful there. him who knew no sin to be seen for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Wow. Why is that there? Jesus is the righteousness of God. And being the righteousness of God, he was in a place to intercede. In the right place to intercede for the sinners. Amen? Being the righteousness of God. Now, as his ambassadors on earth, we have been made the righteousness of God in him. Jesus is the righteousness of God, but we have also been made the righteousness of God in him so that we might be in the right place To make intercessions for the sinners. Because it's only those who are righteous that can make intercession. If you don't understand anything, please understand this. The priority of prayer is first and foremost in the salvation of souls. Let me say that again. Prayer is first and foremost an intercession for the salvation of souls. Prayer is first and foremost an intercession for the salvation of soul. Prayer is not first and foremost asking for food, asking for this, asking for that. Prayer is first and foremost an intercession for salvation. You'll be connecting with God. Deepest desire. Prayer is necessary for the advancement of divine purposes. Prayer is necessary. The ministry of intercession and reconciliation go hand in hand. There won't be reconciliation, or there is no reconciliation without intercession. There is no reconciliation without intercession. The Lord is speaking to us on the great conflicts, the priority of prayer. And our text is Luke 11, to 28. Now, let's listen to what Apostle Paul says in Romans 1:16 to 17. Romans 1, 16 to 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greek for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith the reason the gospel of Christ is powerful to change lives or to give salvation is because it is by the word of the spirit or by the spirit of the word. Amen. The reason why the gospel is so powerful that Apostle Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God to salvation. The reason why the gospel is powerful to change lives or to give salvation is because it is by the word of the spirit of God or by the spirit of the word of God. So the true gospel is not in the letter. The true gospel is in the spirit. Amen. So it's not just a matter of, uh, you know, just just quoting scriptures or just reading scriptures. Or oh, you are an academician. You know, you are a professor of theology at Boston University or a professor of theology at Harvard. And you are just turning the pages of the scripture, and unless you have the spirit of God, it's all academics and it is just letter that kills. Amen. In fact, you become an atheist reading the scriptures because you don't understand. So you twist it. Amen. Wow. Just remember that scripture that Apostle Peter. Writes and says some things about the writings of Apostle Paul. He says, his writings are too deep. Apostle Peter says, the writings of Apostle Paul are too deep. And he says, some people, because they don't understand, they twist it to their own destruction. Hmm. Wow. The writings of Apostle Paul, they are so deep. Even Apostle Paul says, some things are unlawful for him to say. Because they are so deep. So without the spirit of God, in the gospel of God, in the word of God, it's all letter and it kills. So the reason why the gospel, the reason the gospel is powerful, it is because it is by the spirit of God or the word of the spirit of God. Amen. It's not just the word, it's the spirit in it. It's not just the spirit, it's the word in it. The word and the spirit go together. Amen. Amen. If you say you are speaking by the spirit of God, it's got to have the word of God. You remember that scripture? Is it Micah or something that says, if a man walking in the spirit and falsehood, do lie and prophesy, strong drink and wine unto these people. He said, he shall even be a prophet of these people because these people are ignorant. So a man walking in the spirit, because you can walk in the spirit, but which spirit? Are you walking in the spirit of God or are you are just walking in the spirit? So he say, if a man walking in the spirit and prophesies, but also is walking in falsehood, he's not just walking in the spirit, you know, again the spirit of falsehood, but he's prophesying strong drink and wine unto these people. You see, these people will even take him as their prophet. So it's very important that we understand that the word of God. Is by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is by the Word of God. The Spirit of the Word and the Word of the Spirit. That is why the gospel is powerful. But you're not going to have this except in the place of prayer. Mm, Except in the place of prayer. So, Romans 1.17 says, For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. In the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. In the gospel of Christ, the righteousness of God. What is the righteousness of God? Christ is the righteousness of God. Christ is revealed. What is the righteousness of God? You and I are the righteousness of God. In the gospel, you are revealed. Amen. As you minister the word of God, Christ is revealed. Even you are revealed. From faith to faith. The gospel of God as a ministry takes you from faith to faith. According as it is written, the just shall live by faith. What is faith? The just shall live by faith. What is faith? According to 2 Corinthians 4.13 Faith is I believe and therefore I speak. For it is written, they believed and therefore they spoke. I believe and therefore I speak. Amen. Faith is I believe the Word of God and I speak the Word of God. Faith is a revelation of the Word of God and a confession of that revelation. Faith is a revelation of the Word of God and a confession of that revelation. A confession of faith is a prayer. A confession of faith is a prayer. All of this means this. The just shall live by faith also means the just shall live by prayer. The just shall live by faith also means the just shall live by prayer. The judge shall live by prayer, by connecting with, communicating with, conversing with, communing with, and cooperating, operating together with God. That is faith. Amen. That is prayer. Prayer is connecting with God, communicating with God, conversing with God, communing with God, and cooperating, operating with God. That is prayer. And also faith. So, the just shall live by faith means the just shall live by prayer. The just shall live by the word of God. Because there is no prayer without the word of God. Amen. The Lord is speaking to us on the great conflict. The priority of prayer. The ministry of intercession and reconciliation go hand in hand. We say that there is no reconciliation without intercession. The priority of prayer is first and foremost in the salvation of souls. A truly prayerful Christian is also a soul winner. A truly prayerful Christian is also a soul winner.